Welcome to the Deep Roots at Home podcast. For those of you new here, the Deep Roots at Home website was founded by Jackie in 2011. As a retired RN, longtime homeschooler, past Lyme sufferer with a love of preventative natural medicinals, Jackie has encouraged women for years now. Our desire is to spread truth and important information during these recent deceptive times, as well as the practicals of homemaking and all things beautiful. Whether you are listening in the car, while you're making dinner for your children, or sitting with a relaxing cup of tea, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the Deep Roots at Home podcast. I'm your host, Abby Grace, and I'm really thrilled to be with you here for another episode. And today we are talking about supplements for kids and what we can have on hand in our homes to best be prepared to keep our children in good health. We have here with us Emily Fort. Now, Emily's been on our podcast before sharing how she and her 11 siblings helped save their dying mom from COVID when her mom was in the hospital with just a few hours left to live. If you haven't heard that podcast, it's an amazing story, and I'd encourage you to go back and listen to that. So Emily is a wealth of information regarding health and wellness and caring for your family in these areas, and you're really going to want to have a pen and paper on hand for this one. She and her husband also own the company CV Protocols, where they've created an all-in-one supplement for immune boosting called I Am Shield. And you can learn more about that at cvprotocols.com. So welcome to the Deep Roots at Home podcast, Emily. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me again. So we are just really grateful that you have taken your time. Uh, I know you have two children that you homeschool and you have a busy ministry and now your business with CV protocols and you spend a lot of time helping people. So we really, really feel grateful that you would take the time with us today to share some of your wisdom with us. Not at all. I only have two children, but between my siblings, there are 37 kids under Woo! the age of 15. Really? My siblings and I, most of which I think probably 32, 34 of which are under the age of 12. So wow. little kids, illnesses, what's changed in the last two years. That's, that's basically my daily bread and butter. Yeah. So between my own two kids and then um, all those uh, sisters and sisters-in-law juggling the same things that all of us are worrying about and trying to prepare for it's, it's kind of become our, our new normal. So, yeah, yeah I'm, sure. I'm happy to be here and, and happy to help. So, yeah, well, let's jump right into it because um, I know that perhaps more than ever, as moms, there's just a lot of, we can have a lot of anxiety over just, there's so much unknown out there today. And there's so many, um, I mean, COVID, I mean, let alone COVID, not to mention all these other things that are coming down the pike. And, you know, we were seeing uh, just so many illnesses. I was just talking with somebody yesterday about even how it seems like people are coming down with quote unquote colds. And then these colds never, they just aren't going away and they have these lingering coughs and it just feels right. like just a sick, sick people, <laughs> you know? So, right. um, well, and I think one other thing is it used to be that there was like cold and flu season. So basically from November to like now, like February, you worried about keeping your kids healthy, but now it's like, you know, I've got nieces and nephews getting RSV in August. You know, we, I've got friends whose kids have you know, really severe RSV in, in May last year. And it's like, it's not being left to a specific time of year anymore. It's not, oh, if you just avoid big crowds at, at Christmas, you'll be fine. You know, you can go to the park, you can go to all these outdoor things all summer and you'll be fine. Well, no, these colds, these, whatever these viruses are, they're sticking around for, like you said, a month, you know, or longer. It seems I have so many acquaintances and friends online that like their family seems to just be like, one thing after the another, it's like, I've heard probably 10 times in the last two months, my family hasn't been healthy, all of us for two weeks in a row in yeah. like a year, you know, yeah. somebody is always on the tail end or the start of a new, a new illness. Right. Right. So it can be overwhelming all the things that are out there. You know, you can, um, everybody has a different product that they suggest, you know, one person will say, Oh, they, they'll just swear by this product. They'll just you know, we need to have this on hand. And, it, you know, as moms, 
we can't have 50 things in our cabinets. Um, it can right. get very, very um, overwhelming. So uh, what I'm excited about is that this, this list that you have maybe can simplify for us a little bit an arsenal that we can have on hand to protect our kids from getting sick and help them if they do get sick. Right. No, yeah, absolutely. I think another thing a lot of families are struggling with is like, you know, obviously you mentioned my husband and I developed a supplement for COVID or really any, any virus, but well, that's, you know, capsules. I've got, you know, kids that can't take capsules. I've got infants. I've got everyone in between. So yeah. what are some things that we can get the most bang for our buck where we're not having to buy eight different kinds of vitamin D, you know, a chewable, uh, you know, drops for the baby, you know, some capsules for mom and dad and on and on and on. Uh, to jump right in, the number one thing I would have on hand is a basic antiviral, which to us, to me, that includes vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, quercetin, and bromelain. Those are the key things your immune system needs to fight a virus. We all know now that quercetin and bromelain, you know, quercetin specifically, carries, it's a zinc ionophore, so it carries zinc into the tissues to kill the virus where it is or stop the virus from replicating. So you need some bromelain. You also need vitamin D to support your immune system. You need vitamin C for similar reasons and as a major antioxidant to undo the damage the virus is doing. So your basic antiviral is going to be C, D, zinc, quercetin, bromelain. There are options out there. Obviously, we have our own with IM Shield, but there are other options out there. There's gummies of that. There are other companies that make kind of an all-in-one. And when it comes to a capsule, you know, if you're trying to get something that provides a solution for a lot of ages on our capsule version and a lot of the ones out there that combine our capsules, you can easily, those are usually dosed, the FDA doses supplements for a 180 pound adult. So you just scale that down and say, okay, I'm going to give my, you know, 60 pound child one capsule. And again, this is C, D, zinc. These are things they'd get from food. You know, they'd get C if they ate an orange. <laughs> they'd get D if they were in the sun for half an hour to an hour, um, if the sun was powerful enough at this time of year. So there's not, in my opinion, I'm not a doctor, but there's really not a lot of risk in giving your child nutrients they would easily get from food. But quite often when they're sick, they don't want to eat at all, or they don't want to eat, you know, how many oranges is your kid going to eat? <laughs> you know, So a basic antiviral if you can get a combination one where it's, you know, it's eight things at one time, you're not having to dose your kid with six different bottles of supplements four different times a day. It's one capsule for a 60 pound child about every four hours, and you can mix it into yogurt if they can't swallow it. Most of these are pretty palatable, but that's your frontline defense. You run into a kid at church that's sick, you run into a kid at the park, you know, instantly you go home and people are having, you know, applesauce with one of those antivirals in it. So that would, you would use that preventatively as well as if you were sick. Yes, I definitely would around this time of year. I mean, um, you know, we're still in what's, you know, the former cold and flu season. Um, when your kids aren't getting good vitamin D from the sun, you know, they're just not. So that's a good time. Um, how, you know, fresh fruit isn't really in season right now. So how many kids are getting a lot of vitamin C of the real kind? You know, like if you're getting you know, a couple of pieces of fresh fruit every day, you know, then that's one thing, but most kids aren't. Most kids are, um, you know, if they're getting vitamin C, it's like the vitamin C that's been added to their juice pouches or, or even, you know, some of the healthier snack alternatives. That's where, you know, their fruit snacks from <laughs> Annie's organic, you know, you tell yourself that that's the vitamin C, but this time of year, the sun is not powerful. We're not, not a lot of fresh fruit is in season. And so we're not getting this stuff in our food. We are running into more illnesses. So yes, I would be doing this preventatively. Um, I can speak for my whole family. If they're attending church, you know, which all of us are, they're taking stuff like this just be, to, to make sure the kids' immune systems are ready for whatever they're going to run into. And zinc, many, many children are zinc deficient. Zinc is hard to find in America's food. Um, a key indicator of zinc deficiency as well is um, you'll see kids with like uh, what do they call it? The highly, highly sensitive person. When you have a kid that has major texture issues, sensitive, you know, uh, sensory issues with food, taste, texture, temperature, um, very picky palate, that's quite often a zinc deficiency. And you see that's prevalent. That's just everywhere in kids these days because zinc deficiency is prevalent because 
there's not a lot of food sources of zinc in the modern American child's diet. And so you're not going to regret giving your kids zinc, especially while so much stuff is going around. And, you know, you want to do a low dose though. Zinc is not something where more is better. For a child, you're looking at like preventatively five milligrams a day, maybe up to 15 um, for an, a bigger child or, you know, a child, you know, 10, 12 years old and over a hundred pounds. But yeah, so a basic antiviral, always helpful, not going to be harmful. Most all that would come from food if we were eating de decent food like our ancestors did. And given the stuff that's going around, it's, you know, an easy investment in, you know, versus getting something in the house that then cycles through the house for a month and a half. You know, that's right. just kind of a, a simple one for me. Right. All right. Number two. Well, to that end, we've dealt with a lot of people asking for help in the last two years with breathing support. And we all know as moms, watching my kids struggle to breathe, I would rather be dead. Like I, I just cannot stand it. It's nothing makes me about to panic, like seeing my kids struggling for air. And so I always keep um, these three things on hand for that. Um, for COVID or really any, you know, any breathing issue, allergies, whatnot. Olive leaf and ivy leaf are, they usually taste good. So kids don't fight <laughs> fight taking them. Um, they're good at thinning out chest mucus. And even better than those two is something called NAC, which most, you know, many of your listeners probably have heard of. NAC is short for N-acetylcysteine. It breaks up the disulfide bonds in the mucus in your lungs. And so what that means is it literally on a chemical level breaks up the mucus. And so instead of having to do, you know, some of the over-counter things that have lots of ingredients we don't like, or that have side effects we don't like, um, NAC is like your heavy hitter when it comes to breaking up chest mucus. And if you think of it, you know, your lungs are breathing in oxygen. Well, if your lungs are filled with mucus lining the walls of your lungs, you're not gonna get good oxygen uptake. You're not gonna get good bronchodilation. And so, Thinning the mucus can calm a cough, and that's always helpful, but especially it can increase oxygenation, and you can end some of that labored breathing. So one supplement I really like for this, and I'll mention it by name, is it's from the company Orthomolecular. I love their products. Um, they have something called D-Hist, and they're tablets, they're chewables, and it's meant as like a histamine support. And if you ever during COVID heard anyone talk about COVID being an allergic reaction and to take you know, allergy meds, it's because of this histamine response, this exact thing, the histamine response caused by the spike proteins can be calmed with something that lowers the body's natural histamine response. Well, even if it's not COVID, you can get that same, those same ingredients in this dehist. it lowers the body's histamine response and it includes NAC, bromelain, some of the things we've talked about. So anytime my kids are struggling to breathe, I'm doing antivirals and then I'm adding something like dehist to uh, thin that mucus with NAC. It's a chewable because NAC is not a good flavor on its own. <laughs> you know, it, that's not something you'd very easily be able to mix into yogurt and just get the kids to take it. Orthomolecular, the company has made us this chewable that does taste good and I can easily get my kids to take it. And that's something where, you know, from 12 years old down to a weight appropriate dose, you know, I, again, 180 pounds divided by the weight of the child, that's, a safe thing to give kids that's a real heavy hitter at increasing bronchodilation and oxygen uptake when they're struggling to breathe. Now, ivy leaf and olive leaf, those are things you can get. Any health food store will have those. Um, I will throw a link in here to a brand that we've used for years. Tastes really good. The kids don't mind it. So if you're not thinking it's viral um, or not thinking it's COVID and you're not quite sure, I don't think we need the dehist. We're not at that point but you just want to, you know, like seasonal allergies, you just want to thin that out a little bit. Olive leaf and ivy leaf can help with that. And they're, again, a, the bottle that we use will last us at least a year and it's like $8. So I'll throw a link for that one in here and then a link for the dehist from orthomolecular. That's around $35. But I mean, we're still on the first bottle and we've had that for two years. I mean, every illness we've gone through, we've given that if I thought th that breathing support would help, help. And yeah, it's lasted us quite a long time. So well, just to clarify, those are my top two for like. So just to clarify, the mm -hmm. anti-mucus ones would be as needed, not um, not in a preventative way. 
Right. Yeah. That's not something I would give, you know, uh, all the time. That's if you're seeing, struggling to breathe with some virus or some, you know, is this RSV? Is this bronchitis? Is this what? Or if you're seeing intense seasonal allergies, that dehist is going to be a heavy hitter for seasonal allergies. So, but I wouldn't just give that all the time. No, that's, yeah, it's a good question. When it comes to vaccines, most mothers and fathers want to know facts, not others' opinions. Jackie wished she had known more facts when she went in for her first well baby visit. Because Jackie strongly promotes parental choice, she felt led to write a short treatise with personal facts. This vaccination ebook is pretty concise to allow you, the parent, to read, research into the studies she shares, and come up with your own decisions. Jackie's sincere desire is that you and your children thrive, and so she presents to you the vaccination ebook free of charge. Simply go to deeprootsathome.com forward slash vital dash info dash ebook forward slash. That's deeprootsathome.com forward slash vital dash info dash ebook forward slash. All right, and how about number three? Sure. I think the other thing, this isn't really a supplement, but it's, it's becoming very common and a lot of people have heard about it. My family lives or dies by our, our hydrogen peroxide, our peroxidizer in bedrooms at night. Um, you can do, so what we do is we put hydrogen peroxide in a cool mist humidifier and you want to do four parts of water to one part of hydrogen peroxide. Um, and I found for kids, we have a nebulizer. And when my family had COVID, my husband and I used the nebulizer, but it was very difficult to get young kids. You know, I'd say five and under, it was very difficult to get young kids to wear a peroxidizer or to wear a nebulizer, um, the little mask on their face. And we tried, you know, we'll let you watch TV, you know, we'll, all the things we don't normally let them do. We tried to bribe them, but between the noise and the, the discomfort of the mask, they just weren't going to have it. It was a lot easier to put a cool mist humidifier next to their bed. Um, you want to keep it at that four to one ratio. If you go a lot higher than that, um, <laughs> I speak from experience, that where the peroxide lands on them, like their hair turned light white. Like I have a dark brunette son who had like highlights all summer because that peroxide in his hair, wow. and he slept under it for a week. And his hair, he had all these funny highlights. And my sisters were like, wow, his hair is really lightening. And I'm like, no, that's the peroxidizer at, you know, higher of a ratio than he needed. Um, so four to one is a good, it's a safe thing. It causes no irritation. It doesn't hurt to breathe it in. There's no um, downside, but it can just run next to them at bed. And I try to keep it pretty close to him. Like this isn't done 10 feet away across the room. This is, you know, on his bedside table right next to his bed within three feet of his head, <laughs> you know, four feet of his head. And we have seen, they go to bed and you're just like, you know, you're praying, Lord, help all this stuff we're doing work. And, and they wake up and they're, it's, it can be a night and day difference because they're breathing in, you know, it's, it's basically oxygenized, you know, oxygenating and destroying the stuff in their, the virus in their lungs and the, and the, and so it's, can be very powerful and effective. And they don't have to taste it. They don't have to swallow it. It doesn't have to be mixed in anything weird. It's not one more thing you have to remember to give them. It's very simple. Just throw the humidifier out there at bedtime. They just sleep like normal and it can make a big difference in breathing and, and kicking it for good. If you're having this ongoing thing that you just cannot get rid of, try the nebulizer or if they're too young for nebulizer, try the peroxidizer and just see if that, um, can finally just kick it and be done with it for good. So that that would be probably the number three thing to have on hand. And again, you buy that once and hydrogen peroxide is a dollar a bottle and it's, you know, very cost effective and, you know, can work for any age. So it's pretty, definitely one of our go-to keep it in the house at all times uh, items. So definitely. That's great. Yep. I think the next thing that I would talk about would be magnesium which when I think of immune system, I think vitamin C, you know, but really at a mineral level, the body can't absorb certain, like certain things need to be in balance. The body can't absorb just any old nutrient you take. There are often cofactors and things that must be present in the body for the body to actually absorb some of the things you're taking. So for example, you know, you'll see vitamin D chewies and gum, gummies and all these like vitamin D, vitamin D. And even they'll even have K2 in them, which is great, but they don't have magnesium. Almost 
almost never do they have magnesium. And if they do have magnesium, it's like a bad form of magnesium or there's so little of it that it's like, it was clearly the filler, you know, <laughs> and which they offer, by the way, having, you know, a supplement company now, magnesium is the filler. <laughs> and so when you're seeing a poor form of magnesium and very little, that's because it's the filler they're using um, to take up space in the capsule. And so magnesium is essential for the body absorbing vitamin D. So you can be giving your kid vitamin D gummies or vitamin D, you know, cod liver oil or, you know, these things that have vitamin D added. Um, but the body can't absorb it if it doesn't have enough magnesium. And especially magnesium is depleted in the body, used up by the body when it's trying to process sugar. So, I mean, I'm a pretty crunchy mom, <laughs> uh, but I'll be the first to admit that my kids probably don't get enough magnesium in their diet to offset the amount of sugar that they're having to metabolize. And I, I keep it pretty basic, but still the amount of like, what are their food sources of magnesium? Again, this is something where our food sources of magnesium don't have as much magnesium as they used to. And then my kids aren't eating as much of that as they should. So even if we're talking, you know, one snack or treat a day, you know, that's decently low in sugar or low, you know, low in added sugar, especially you're still very likely running out of magnesium deficiency. Then you get sick, then they run into an illness and they run into some kid that, you know, has recently been ill and they're already low in magnesium. Well, then you start adding vitamin D. Well, they're not absorbing it because they don't have enough magnesium in their body. That is something, magnesium is essential for immune function and especially for absorbing the things that make your immune system work. And so we do magnesium daily. I, I, I know I only have two kids and the moms that have eight or nine kids are like, oh, you know, that's not practical for me. The practical way to get a lot of kids uh, magnesium for my, for in my siblings and, and, you know, the sisters and sisters and all that have seven and nine kids. The way they do that is every time the kids have a bath, they just dump in like two cups of magnesium or Epsom salts. Epsom salts are very easily, a very easy way to get magnesium into your kids. And, um, Magnesium is very well absorbed transdermally through the skin anyway. So your kids are having their bath two nights a week, three nights a week. I mean, I mean, I guess, you know, should be more often maybe, but not my kids. But I, every bath, they get a whole bunch of magnesium dumped in there. And then if you've got two, three kids at a time, you know, I'd add a little more. And that way, you know that when they run into something, they've got magnesium uh, right there. Another easy option for magnesium, a little harder if you have a big family, is I have a magnesium lotion. I think uh, many of your listeners have probably heard of the company Earthly and their magnesium lotion, kind of their flagship product. They're, um, it's called good night lotion because obviously magnesium helps you fall asleep. And so uh, they have lavender essential oil in it. And so many, many nights, if I haven't, if the kids haven't had a bath lately uh, to have Epsom salts in, I will, I will rub their feet and lower legs with Earthly's good night lotion that has magnesium in it. And you can make your own, you can find recipes for that. Um, I've just uh, always been happy with Earthly's. It's about $15. Um, and those two, that's something I would do all the time. That's the basic, the breathing support and the knack. That's if you run into something, right. but I would be doing magnesium and a basic low dose antiviral, like that includes those immune nutrients all the time, uh, just so that when they do run into it, whatever the illness is, they have what they need to get the, to absorb the vitamin D and for their immune system to function. So a question for you. Uh, I know that your IM shield, um, along with the CD and zinc, it does have magnesium in it. Is that an adequate amount of yes. magnesium or do you still suggest these added um, amounts of magnesium through the bath or the lotion? That's a good question. If you're using I am shield as preventative, it's enough. Okay. If you're using I am shield and you're very sick, like your kids are sick, very sick, I would probably add something like this. It's not going to hurt to do more. And the thing is what you're dosing the kids in the supplements, you know, by the time you're doing just one supplement for the kids, you know, that's not as much magnesium as they're going to need to absorb the vitamin D and for their immune system to function. Okay. So I would probably scale that up if it were me. Now, I know, I mean, moms are all at varying levels of maxed out. So if you're looking for, I can't do all of it, what can I do? Getting your, you know, I am shield is more than nothing. It's a lot more than nothing. It's eight ingredients, making it as easy as possible. So if your choice is, I can't do this whole list 
lady, <laughs> you know, that's fine. It's better to do the things that you can, the things you have on hand and and not to worry about it. But um, right. yeah, I would just for daily, I would keep some yeah. magnesium on hand for, yeah. Or the days that my kids, you know, they go to some kid's birthday party and they eat way more sugar than normal. Well, there, I know that just took their immune system, their magnesium levels through the floor for, yeah. you know, and so their immune system is going to be low. And it seems like that stuff always falls on a Saturday. Like we're at some kid's birthday party on a Saturday and Sunday we're sitting next to the kid, you know, that is coughing with a green nose. And it's like, I know my kid's immune system is way low because of all the stuff I let them have yesterday at that party. And yeah. now they're facing, you know, 25 new germs. That's the time that Saturday night, they're getting a magnesium bath, you know, for sure. And then I'll, you know, make sure they get their, their IM shield or their antiviral uh, something, you know, in the morning on Sunday morning before they head to church. So, and that's just part of our life. I mean, that's, I didn't grow up this way. I'm one of 11 kids. We were all homeschooled. And we, I like to say that like my parents' generation figured out that homeschooling and being like a family centered uh, like a family that was focused on being a family. That was kind of like the revelation of my parents' generation. And I believe the revelation of my generation, you know, second generation homeschooler now is like what the food supply is, what the medical system is. And so this is just part of our life now. Like my parents, it was normal to get up and homeschool us kids, even though the whole world thought we were crazy. It is normal in my home to get up and right next to your breakfast plate, there's a little cup of supplements that you're going to take. And that's just life in our home because I know the medical system, the food system, none of that has my kids' best interest at heart. And so contrary to how I was raised, you know, and it's just, you. over time, it just became part of our family's routine. And I think more and more families are headed that direction. They're realizing, wow, I cannot feed my kids the stuff that made strong immune systems for our ancestors, you know, like my grandparents and all of our grandparents lived into their nineties with very few health problems. But okay. you look now, like my parents are not going to live into their nineties with few health problems. I'm not going to live into my nineties with few health problems. The food system has changed. The medical system has changed. And if I want to give my kids anything like the immune system and the, and the nutritional start that our grandparents had, I, it's going to be more than, it has to be more than just ordering you know, my pickup order from Walmart and eating what everyone else is eating. And so that's, that's right. just probably, that's like a side tangent. But if you can really just own the fact that this is part of mothering is adding in the nutrients that our food doesn't have anymore. It it feels less to me like an extra burden. And it feels more like this is just part of, I mean, I do my kids laundry because that's part of being their mom. I do my, I cook for my kids because that's part of being their mom. I give them their supplements because that's part of being their mom. So that's, that helped me not view it as one big more thing I had to worry about. It's like, no, just like I would set the table for them to eat. I'm going to set their supplements on them as well. So that's, that's kind of my philosophy on that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's really a good way to look at it. It really is. It's no secret it's been a very difficult couple of years. As mothers, it can be overwhelming to know how to best care for your family and to be prepared for the next wave of illness that will come. The We Saved Our Mom family has partnered with a supplement company to create I Am Shield. I Am Shield contains all eight of the nutrients that people have been buzzing about for the last two years, and they have combined them into one bottle. Mamas, this means no more juggling bottles or being overwhelmed by dosing. At $31.95, I Am Shield is here to make your life easier. Visit www.cvprotocols.com and use the coupon code hashtag DeepRootsAtHome for 15% off. That's cvprotocols.com. Use the coupon code hashtag DeepRootsAtHome to get 15% off. Take one small step towards simplifying your life while you care for your family. All right, so we have done um, we've done the antiviral, the basic breathing support with being prepared for that, hydrogen peroxide in cool mist humidifiers, magnesium. What would be number five? Um, I think my probably my next thing would be a lot of parents come to a, like melatonin, <laughs> the thing in the room that nobody wants to talk about. Um, melatonin is like, 
it's basically ubiquitous amongst amongst the the average normal American parent. I before I had kids, I was a nanny, I was a babysitter. Basically, every single house I was in, it was a totally normal part of life to give your kids melatonin at bedtime to help them fall asleep. Well, on the crunchier side, a lot of moms know that you don't want to give the body so much melatonin that it stops producing the amount it should, right? So we don't want to give our kids a ton of melatonin. On the other hand, our kids have a lot more stimuli in their daily lives. Even if they don't do a ton of screens, there's just a lot more stimuli in our kids' lives. And so it can be hard to wind down. And so one thing that we keep on hand is tart cherry juice, which helps the body manufacture its own melatonin. And so instead of just here's your half a milligram of melatonin or a milligram of melatonin and they're zonked out asleep in 30 minutes, but their body is learning not to make its own or not to make an appropriate amount of melatonin. Instead, tart cherry is in my kids' experience, just as effective. You know, you give them tart cherry juice. I do a half a teaspoon to a teaspoon, depending on which kid and everything. Within a half an hour, they're asleep. <laughs> so it's very effective without that possible. And there, you know, there's different camps on melatonin. I have no judgment. I have used it before. Um, but as far as why I would keep it in on hand um, for illnesses, so that's your kind of like, you know, my daily use. If you daily give your kids melatonin try switching it out for tart cherry. It has, you know, less possible side effects and is usually just as effective. But aside from that, I know from experience with COVID that melatonin is a major, major part of the immune system. So all of our moms, and when you read old books and stuff, you see, you know, they just tuck the kids into bed to help them rest and recover. That's because melatonin itself is a major antioxidant and it's a major part of the immune system. So if you've got kids that are sick and they need to sleep, Melatonin, either straight melatonin or tart cherry juice are a great thing to add. The body uses melatonin for the immune system. And so when you say, oh, if you just sleep for eight to 10 hours, maybe they'll wake up feeling better. That's because the melatonin is doing actual work while they're sleeping. And so we keep tart cherry juice in the fridge. Um, my kids don't get it every night, but if I know they've had a, if they've been like highly stimulated right up until bedtime, you know, uh, then we'll do tart cherry juice and let them fall asleep when they're sick. That's just part of the deal is you get your antivirals, you get your, you know, your humidifier runs beside you. And at bedtime, I give you extra tart cherry juice um, for this reason. And so it has daily use. If you have kids that struggle to fall asleep um, and if you want to try to stay away from melatonin, but it also has when you're actually ill, that would be a definite thing to add to the, to the, the chest of, of, uh, tools you can use. For me. My uh, my in-laws take tart cherry tart cherry juice. Um, I believe for their joints or something something uh, like that. Okay, I've never heard of that for sleep for children. That is excellent. No, yeah, it's I I was actually in a grocery store and I was looking at it because it was on the clearance rack. And some mom, some random stranger I didn't know, was like are you getting that to help your kids sleep? Cause I had my kids with me and I was, this is a couple of years ago now. And I was like, no, what do you mean? And she's like, Oh, this stuff is like the new melatonin. And I know, I don't know that lady's name. I never saw her again in my life, but I went home and I researched it and I bought a bottle for like, you know, $7. And um, that lasted us, you know, cause you're using half a teaspoon at a time. So it lasts us probably a year for $7 for two kids. And I don't even give it to them every day, but I looked it up and she's absolutely right. And then I kind of, when I started searching in some of the crunchy groups and things like that, that I'm in, it's a common thing. So yeah, definitely. But then it was only once I married that knowledge to my knowledge of what melatonin does with COVID specifically mm -hmm. and what it does for the immune system and what it does as an antioxidant. Then it was like, oh, wow, this is really a powerhouse to have on hand um, for kids. Because, you know, as an adult, if I'm sick and I know what melatonin does, I'll just swallow a bunch of melatonin tablets. That's no problem. But how are you going to get that into your kids? Like, uh, it's pretty easy if tart cherry is part of their normal routine or a pretty common thing. They don't go, oh, I don't want more medicine. It's just part of their normal. So, that's, so tart cherry that's, juice does not prohibit, teach their body not to make melatonin, like giving them melatonin. Right. Food. Right. Basically, if, um, you know, so your body has like receptors to see how much melatonin you've got. And it basically, when you add melatonin outside of the body's natural production, those receptors say, hey, we have tons of melatonin. We're good. We don't need to manufacture as much. 
And so your body's natural manufacturing of it can decrease, especially the longer you do it, you know, and the more you take. And so, um, and pretty much everyone agrees that over three milligrams, um, it's not helping you fall asleep anymore. It has other, again, it has other immune functions. So if you're very sick, you know, I would take 15 or 21 milligrams a day when I was sick. Right. But, and I know there are people that have like cancer protocols that have really high doses of melatonin, but just for your kids, more than three milligrams, or even for an adult, more than three milligrams is not helping you sleep. It has other health benefits at that point. Well, when you've basically replaced your body's whole sleep melatonin production with a supplement, well, when you try to come off that, your body is not going to be making, you know, as much melatonin. So it's, it's something where you want to train your body to make as much as you need. You don't want to give your body as much as it needs, especially on a kid. Like if you're 45 and have insomnia and you want to try that, you know, by all means, but you're setting a kid's melatonin production up for life here. And so you want to be real careful about, I would be real careful. And again, no judgment. I've given my kids melatonin uh, more than, you know, than a handful of times, but um, tart cherry is going to stimulate the body's production of melatonin, but it's not going to, those receptors are still getting an accurate reading of how much is needed. You're just supporting your body and making it. And so it's kind of a different mechanism there. Very cool. It is no secret that Jackie loves TRS, but some have asked exactly what is TRS? TRS is a nano zeolite spray that facilitates some amazing things. TRS does not heal anything, but it gently clears the body of toxins and heavy metals. So the body can heal itself exactly as God designed it to do. Why not get to the root cause instead of just applying band-aids? Excellent supplements and individual remedies can help, but they cannot help as much until you remove the root source of inflammation and disease. Detoxing toxins and metals is foundational to good health. TRS is safe for the elderly and for children as well. For more information, go to www.deeprootsathome.com forward slash TRS. I think uh, I only had a couple more things that I would um, have on hand and and I'll just be really honest. I don't know enough about these two things to tell you the difference, but basically you'd want something like echinacea or elderberry. And you see these gummies everywhere, echinacea and elderberry. Um, You see like kids syrups, you know, the, I think it's Sambucol makes, you know, every possible combination of echinacea and elderberry. Um, I don't have a strong preference on either one. It's just a general immune booster. And so that's not something you'd want to take all the time. You don't want to be putting your kid's immune system. You don't want to be activating their immune system constantly. The antivirals I mentioned earlier on daily use, that's immune support. You're giving the body what it needs for your immune system to function. An immune booster like echinacea or elderberry, you don't want to be putting your kid, you don't want to be boosting their immune system constantly. That a boosted immune system, you know, like I know I'm one of them. I did boost my own immune system for years and years. And then I found, um, yeah, your immune system can tend to like kind of take off into overdrive and you end up with autoimmune issues where your own body is attacking you. And so we don't want to boost their immune system constantly, but that is something you want to have on hand. Echinacea and or elderberry. It can be syrup. It can be gummies. Um, my family has had really good success with the the elderberry and zinc lozenges uh, with COVID specifically. Um, those are, you know, $4 at, at any health food store. We keep a couple of bags in the, in the medicine cabinet, basically. Um, I, again, I, I'll admit, I don't know enough about the difference between what echinacea does and what elderberry does to say one is better than the other. If you are just at the health food store and quite often they're both in the same product. So you can just grab one, but that seems to be when the kids are sick, you give their immune system what it needs with an antiviral. Um, you do the cool mist humidifier, you give them extra melatonin um, at bedtime with the tart cherry or not, you know, you support their melatonin production with tart cherry. And then, um, you know, a couple of, couple of times in the week, you give them an Epsom salt bath and then echinacea to kind of boost their immune system to, to run a little faster than it normally does. Well, when they're fighting something, that's helpful. When they're not fighting something, you don't want to be doing that. So that would be kind of, if you have any history of autoimmunity in your family, if you have ever 
um, seen any signs of autoimmunity in your kids. They have a lot of rashes, um, bloating, dark circles under their eyes. Um, you might want like, that's something to get to the root cause of that, not boost their immune system to hopefully make those symptoms go away. You want to find out what's causing that immune system irritation that's causing the immune system to need to run constantly, not just, Hey, I'll boost your immune system. And hopefully this problem will go away. Um, but all that to say is I do keep those things on hand, echinacea and elderberry. Um, we have a syrup for the kids that are too young and we have the, the elderberry lozenges with zinc. Um, and as you, maybe, you know, this, but I, I mean, it became kind of, there's so much information that before COVID nobody knew. And then after COVID, the whole world knows that quercetin is a zinc ionophore. The whole world knows like the way COVID the virus colonized in the body was it usually came in via the mucous membranes or the mouth and it would basically set up residence in your mucous membranes and your throat. If you could stop it while it was in your throat, you, you almost never developed that really severe kind, the kind where it moved into your lungs, you're weak, you're tired, you know, you're aching, you're, you're out of commission for 10 days. And so Taking zinc topically, basically with a zinc lozenge right in the throat, um, those were very effective. We knew a lot of people and helped a lot of people who had been exposed. And we would say immediately start taking, you know, elderberry and zinc lozenges to kill right away, put the zinc on location where the virus is trying to replicate, right? And then be taking something like I am shield to give the immune system what it needs or really any antiviral combination would work with that quercetin and bromelain like we talked about to help that zinc get where it needs to go. And you could very often cut these viruses off at the pass with something like a zinc and elderberry combination. So we keep those on hand for that reason. And you, know, you could always find a gummy, a syrup or a lozenge that fits, you know, you know, 90% of your family's needs and they're, they're quite affordable. Those are not, you know, $40 supplements, those are $8 a bag of 60, you know, so that's, that's quite doable. We keep those on hand. So. All right. So we have your basic antivirals and uh, your magnesium and your tart cherry juice for preventative that you would change the dosage for if you got sick. And then if you are sick, we've got the breathing support, the hydrogen peroxide and the echinacea or elderberry. Is that correct? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about good. Yeah. No, that's, if you had those things on hand, if most of these viruses are, you know, if you're bumping into these things at church or co-op or, you know, whatever school, if I had this stuff, this is the stuff I have on hand. When I have this stuff on hand, I know that I can handle 95% of what will come in the house. Right. And after that, if there's some, Oh, it's chicken pox or, Oh, you know, if it's some random thing, I might need something else, but this is going to handle 95% of the things that you're going to face as a parent. Um, yeah, that's the thing. Antivirals will help with just about anything um, that, you know, any virus, it, it can be um, this, your immune system needs the same support no matter what they run into. And then the breathing support, I don't care if it's allergies, you know, or COVID or RSV or whatever, same stuff helps. And the, the hydrogen peroxide, you know, that functions no, almost no matter what is in there. So a lot of this stuff is so multifunctional and so helpful to the body that it's like, and most of these things are in the 10 to $15 range. So if you can get these in the house over time, you know, you've got quite a, a good start on just about anything your kids are going to bump into. You have an arsenal. Yeah. So where does, um, right. <laughs> so, so what, where does cod liver oil or fish oil come in? Well, I give those... Um, my kids don't love that. <laughs> so that is not a daily part of our routine. Um, and I do get the flavored, you know, I've tried the chocolate flavored and the lemon flavored and the mint flavored. None of those, my kids are like, this tastes like fish, mom, but, um, cod liver oil or, or good, uh, fish oil. Those are good sources of vitamin A and K2, which, um, are a big part of the immune system as well. Um, a lot of people in the kind of alternative world, they know that our ancestors, you know, gave their kids cod liver oil every day. And so it's not a bad idea to, cod liver oil can be neurologically, well, I guess really any fish oil. Neurologically, it can be an anti-inflammatory. So it can be anti-inflammatory to the whole immune system, but especially to the brain. So this is more of like a daily multi for a lot of families. Now, again, I'll be, I was very 
up front. My kids do not take this every day, but I do keep it on hand. Okay. And if I think my kids have run into something, especially here in the winter, you know, and you know, I, you know, we'll go visit people who are sick, you know, we'll bring them a meal and I'll be there for a few minutes. I know they've run into something and I know it's not, you know, just something minor. I will come home and I'll do probably six of these seven or eight things I've mentioned today. We'll give the kids, you know, the antivirals. We'll do um, the hydrogen peroxide at night. Very easy. We'll rub their magnesium feet or we'll give them a bath that night. I'll give them cod liver oil and I'll give them their tart cherry juice and their echinacea at bedtime. And it's pretty straightforward and not too overwhelming. Now, again, I, I know I just have two kids, but still um, that cod liver oil is... Yeah, it's an extra source of K2. So if your antiviral doesn't have K2, that helps you absorb vitamin D again. And then vitamin A. Early in COVID, there was this uh, protocol that started getting shared around of like, uh, everyone's heard of the D hammer, probably, where you yes. take a high dose of vitamin D. Well, there was several alternative doctors had like an A hammer where they had a high, high dose of vitamin A. And so when I run into something, I'm not entirely sure what it is, like just... You know, if it was visiting a friend and I know they had bronchitis, that's one thing. But if it's just a generic thing, my kids can't kick. I definitely will be adding that vitamin A and K2 via a cod liver oil or a fish oil. Um, and I know like the company Nordic Naturals, um, I more or less trust them. They have, uh, if you're looking for gummies, they have every kind of fish oil gummy and they have gummies that have vitamin D3 with K2 in them, you know, and so you're getting... You know, you can find a lot of these things that are multi-purpose. You're getting a one-stop solution where you're not having to add, if you want your kid to have six different ingredients, you're not having to buy six products. And, you know, they've done the work to make it a gummy. Now, I'll just be straightforward. My family doesn't do a lot of gummies because my kids would just eat them. <laughs> like they'd eat too many of them. And a lot of times those gummies have added sugar and things or food dye that I don't, I don't want, but I know those options exist. So if it's do nothing, yeah. You know, definitely err on the side of doing a gummy versus do nothing. And, and, you know, it's like, this is a journey for everyone. We're all moving from the way we were raised to the place we want to go. And so if you're, if previously it was, you know, Tylenol and ibuprofen every two hours alternating, well, then the gummies are a huge step in the right direction. Um, and so don't, no shame if, you're, if that's where you are. On the other hand, um, I make my kids have just the plain uh, fish oil they don't love the flavor but you know it's they also you know it's good for them and so I just right. hey that's right. yeah that's tough they're um, a little more hardcore <laughs> right right that's I've become hardcore and it's again like I have 10 siblings all of us it's like the older kids seem to be healthier but the younger you get it's like you know the the world the food supply changed in the you know the 90s you know, GMO foods, glyphosate became sprayed on everything we eat. You know, it's like, that was radically different. Even my brothers that were born in the, in the eighties, their immune systems, their health is generally overall superior to my siblings that were born in the two thousands. And, you know, that have had, you know, every problem, allergies, dental issues, they need braces, they need, you know, they've got rashes, food allergies, they've got insomnia, they've got anxiety. And it's like, you know, the world has changed. And so I am, I've become hardcore because I've seen just in the, the spread of my siblings, right? Like how the food supply has changed so much just in 20 years, 30, in a 30 year span, what people ate versus what they eat today. And then you, if your kids are in a school and they're just eating the standard American food, it's just, you can almost see what's coming for them. And so, yes, I'm, it is against my own natural like bent, but um, my husband encourages it. We try to prioritize this stuff in the budget where, right. you know, you know, it's like, Hey, my grocery budget is X dollars. Well, 15% of that is going to be supplements or we add 15% to the grocery budget, but I don't just buy the groceries and then go, Oh shoot. <laughs> you know, I forgot supplements. That is a line item on our family budget. And I feel like with the food supply the way it is and the medical system so slow to catch up on this stuff. Yeah. Like I really can't afford not to because when yeah. I see my younger siblings, it's like, you know, thousands yeah. and thousands and thousands of dollars a year. <laughs> like I just don't want that for my kids. And if I can prevent it with being a little more hardcore, or allocating our money differently, you know, I have little sticky notes on my kitchen cabinets, you know, don't forget the supplements. You know, I did that for years trying to remind myself, this is a part of the kids need this every day, not just, oh, they're sick. I should throw a bunch of stuff at them. It's like, no, let's 
let's support them all the time so that, yeah. Which is um, one of the things if I'll put in my own little plug for your uh, I Am Shield because I know that oh. your, your burden for the for the moms out there was to number one, help the budget because to go and get all of those supplements in and of themselves, you know, $150 easily, $200 just to get the vitamin C, the magnesium, mm -hmm. the D, the quercetin, all those different things. And then mm -hmm. just having to give those to your family, opening up all these bottles and the overwhelm. So right. for me, when you put together the I am shield, simplicity in a budget was yep. really the key for you guys. So um, before right. we end, I will encourage our listeners, if you're interested in I Am Shield, go to cvprotocols.com and um, take a look at their product. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. Well, we're going to have to wrap this up. But Emily, this has been fantastic. It's been so informational. I know that our listeners have really been blessed. Um, and um I hope that they've been taking notes on all these things. And if not, we'll put some of these links at the bottom of the show notes. Um, but uh, this has been just, I know an encouragement to me and I know it is to others. So thank you so much for being on the show tonight. Not at all. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm, I always enjoy this. Have a great rest of the day. Yeah, you too. In these troubling times, it's no secret that we are being censored. It's getting harder and harder to spread the truth. Facebook is throttling us, and we don't know how much longer we will be there. Here are a few things you can do to stay in touch with Deep Roots at Home. Firstly, sign up for our newsletter. Jackie sends out exclusive, important content to her readers. The link will be in the show notes. Number two, consider making Deep Roots at Home your homepage in your browser. Number three, print your favorite Deep Roots at Home articles and place them in a binder to have on hand in case of emergency. And finally, follow us on other social media channels. We are now on Telegram and Gab and soon Truth Social. Jackie's greatest desire is that God would be glorified through these dark times. Thanks for joining us on the Deep Roots at Home podcast. We pray it has encouraged you in your walk with the Lord and as you serve your family. Could you do us a favor? If this has blessed you, could you help us spread the word by liking and sharing this podcast with your friends? And don't forget, we have lots of great links in the show notes that go along with today's podcast. See you next time.